0: Welcome to Season 11, Spotlight on the Arts. Lights, camera, confidence. The impact of an arts education. My name is Jordan Vassallo, and as always, I am here with the Dancing Through Life, Brad Carter.
1: Thank you very much, Jordan. We are both artists in residence with Sydney Catholic Schools. In this season, we explore the importance of the arts, not just in education, but for life. It allows us to thrive and connect, making
0: sense of the world around us. In this episode, we chat with Stage 6 visual arts students. They take us on a deep dive into the intricacies of a visual arts
1: education. Kelsey and Sienna have both studied visual arts. Kelsey's artwork has been selected for the HSC showcase at Hazelhurst's gallery.
0: The work will be on display in the gallery over the Christmas school holidays. Kelsey was also invited to join the gallery's Young Ambassadors program.
1: And also, Sienna's HSC work has been nominated in the 2023 Art Express. Kelsey, why should students elect to study visual arts?
2: I think an arts education is incredibly important. It allowed me to learn about a lot of new cultures and different times in the world that I wasn't already aware of. It showed me how people express themselves in different eras, and it allowed me to learn about different historical people that I now am inspired by for my own artwork. And I was able to use that knowledge in other subjects throughout my HSC. I think arts definitely challenged me because I wasn't doing it before HSC in my elective. I didn't actually choose it because I wasn't as confident in it. And doing it throughout my HSC really built that confidence. And now I'm able to use that confidence and the skills that I developed with my arts teacher to now go into a degree in art.
0: Sienna, why should students elect to study visual arts?
3: I think an arts education is really important. I studied from kindy right up to year 12. And I think it's just a really important part of just being able to express yourself all throughout and just seeing that development of your skills right throughout
0: the years. Kelsey, you studied both contemporary and historical women in the arts. How did this inform your artistic practice?
2: The Baroque artist, Artemisia Gentileschi, very literally informed my HSE major work, as her artwork, Self-Portrait as the Allegory of Painting, or as Petura, inspired my work and I appropriated that work and I painted myself as Petura or the allegory of painting, which was at first originally showcased as a woman gagged, but I removed that gag and I allowed myself the f- feminist expression and ability to portray myself conceptually, which I'm now allowed to do and was able to believe myself I think it made me feel empowered and also it showed me my own ability in completing an artwork that I wasn't really sure that I was gonna be able to complete, especially considering it was a large scale work and I hadn't worked in oils before. So it made me feel more confident and more empowered in my ability.
1: I think it's important with all art to always consider the time period and the context of which the art has been created because that informs a lot of the decisions that the artist was going
0: through at that time to
1: create work.
0: It also influences how we reimagine or adapt a piece of work to make sure that it does stay true to what it's trying to say. It's the same when you when you you know uh, do a Shakespeare and you try and adapt it to modern times. There is still an underlying theme and and elements to it that need to stay true, because otherwise there's no point. There's no point in even referencing it. Yeah.
1: Sienna, you also studied both contemporary and historical women in the arts, and how did this inform your artistic practice?
3: Yeah, I think studying other artists was really important when creating my own work. I think that just being able to see particularly historical female artists. They didn't really have the agency back then, um, like artists like Artemisia Gentileschi, and I just think it really empowered me as a young artist who has this ability and just being able to learn all these skills. um, I just think that's really empowering and motivated me to continue with my work.
0: Kelsey, how important is risk-taking in art making to building confidence and developing your skill set?
2: Choosing something that's A risk and something that's challenging to you is what allows you to be more motivated because for me I struggle with the concept making of art because there's so many ideas to choose from and it can be a struggle to (laughs) settle down on one and trust yourself to go through the whole process on something that you're not sure you'll be able to undertake And when it's something that is a little bit different and something you don't know if you're going to be able to do, it will be able to motivate you to complete it because you always have something different that you're going to have to work on each day and you're going to have to overtake that risk to complete something that shows you what you're truly able to complete.
1: Kelsey, where did you get the ideas for your individual body of work?
2: My teacher definitely showed me a lot of historical artists and a lot of different works that I wasn't originally familiar with that inspired me and influenced me. So Artemisia Gentileschi was definitely one of them. And also artists like Judy Chicago and Plotilla Nelly, all very important ensuing artists that were incredibly significant in their individual contexts. And learning about those allowed me to then choose something that would inspire me. And that would develop my skills.
0: So there are so many different things that you can expose yourself to if you get out there and, and and see and and open your minds to the opportunities. They don't have to be the big national galleries, independent galleries, community galleries. Even in your local council, there will be a gallery and some sort of exhibition mm. on display uh, that you can visit. Yeah, Kelsey, you have an interest in cinema. How did you apply that interest in composing your paintings?
2: My interest in cinema allowed me to explore new forms of representation in my artwork. For example, the Lorenzo Lotto um, garment in The Taming of the Shrew, 1967, that version, was what inspired the garment that I wear in my self-portrait, and so that sparked a little bit of a unique twist in my artwork and something a little bit different and a little link to something in the past through something else that I'm interested in the arts. In order to be more connected with my work I added a lot of layers of personal elements like making my garment blue as a representation of my name and I added elements of film, like the garment inspired, the design inspired by Lorenzo Lotto, and also elements that I identified with, like the background colours and little elements, like the paint as me presenting myself as an artist.
1: I think it all comes back to passion.
0: Well, it's connecting the dots. It's, it's mm. passion, it's self, it's education, it's discovery. Finding how all these things connect to influence what you want to do, to, to help find your voice in art. Mm. And all of these elements are there to, to support you. Sienna,
1: can you explain the process of the final curation of your work?
3: So in my work, I've got three pieces. In the centre is my English teacher and she's right and centre, really engaged in the Othello play. Um, And then to contrast, on the right hand and left side, we have two other students and they're just not as engaged in the play and it just shows a rule of motion. One student has a book over their head just not having it and then another person has the pages opened out just in a rage. And even though that is extreme, it just shows the, how um, teachers and students cannot be always on the same page. Um, the teacher may love to study it, whereas the students just kind of don't have an option of what they're studying. So yeah, just the raw emotions that come from that. So I was definitely inspired by a feminist perspective. Um, I explored the emotional intelligence of women as inspiration. Um, You can see the contrast between the outrage of someone who um, is made to study Shakespeare and someone who actually enjoys studying Shakespeare. So the final decision-making was really important to my work specifically. Um, There was a lot of decision-making around the curation in composition. Right towards the end we made the decision of cropping the images just to show a better relationship between the teacher in the centre and the students, just bringing it all together as a whole.
0: Sienna, how important is time management in the HSC process?
3: I did start a little bit late, just having all these ideas and having to go, Okay, we need to just decide on one idea. And while I was going through the HSC, I just managed with having three works, just setting um, deadlines Um, As to when I should be completing each but towards the end of it and the pressure kind of increased to finish on time Just staying back after school um, Just to really finish the work. I had to really keep in mind that end um, Date obviously that end date can't change so it's inevitable that that has to be when it's handed in and With having three works just trying to divide my time between those three works evenly just so I can have a final um, finished product with the three works being equal in quality
0: see allocating the right amount of time across all three of those curated artworks is such an important point it's so great that that was one of the things that they work towards across for both of these candidates making sure that they're finished pieces of work and they're allocated the time gives you the best opportunity possible you don't want two great pieces of work and then one that you're not 100% happy with because that one can Let you down. I think it's important
1: to know that your art is always changing and evolving, and you probably never get to that point of like, oh, I'm like happy with it. You're always wanting to make those changes, but it's not using your time overly in one area. You have to be like, okay, this one is at a stage where it's at a very good level, yes, and I need to work on the others that are not at that level, yes, to give equal time. It's so difficult for the students when they're in HSC land because it's not a real-world example of what it would be like to be a real artist in the industry, right? Like, you are so time-crunched and time-bound, which can affect your creativity and affect, um, you know, your deadlines and where you have to get stuff done.
0: Definitely. Look, deadlines exist in the world. Like, if you're going for the Archibald, you know that there's a certain date. But to be honest, you don't make this year, you'll put it in for next year. Mm. So it's all about when that work feels ready. Um, but that's something that, you know, that's, that's this point in their life. This is that moment. This is they are working in the HSC parameters. So that's what they need to work towards. And I think it actually, to be honest, it, it's, it is character building because there will be no other time in your life that you will have to sit that HSC. This is that moment. Live in it. Live in the chaos. Live in the crazy. Understand that, all right, I've got to get it done by that date and get it done by that date. Then when it's done, take all the time in the world. (laughs) Take as long as you want. Do what you need to do to fulfill that artistic expression.
1: Thank you to Sienna and Kelsey for your incredible artworks and sharing your HSC experience as well as your artistic process.
0: Join us next week in our final episode of this season, episode six, Achieving Success in the HSC Beyond.
1: This episode was recorded at the studios of Southern Cross Catholic College in Burwood.
0: We respectfully acknowledge the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, the traditional custodians of this place where many stories have been told, artworks created and dances celebrated and shared for thousands of years.